Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 21st of June, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the Klopp ransomware operation is back in business after recent arrests and had begun listing new victims on their data leak site. Last week, a law enforcement operation conducted by the National Police of Ukraine, the Korean National Police Agency, and the USA led to the arrest of Klopp ransomware gang members. Video evidence shared by the Ukrainian police shows law enforcement searching homes and seizing property, including the Ukrainian equivalent of 180,000 US dollars, computer equipment, documents, and high-end cars such as Tesla and Mercedes. In a press release, the Ukrainian police described the arrests as significant blows against the operation and its money laundering of ransom payments. To quote the release, Together, law enforcement has managed to shut down the infrastructure from which the virus spreads and block channels for legalizing criminally acquired cryptocurrencies. While the Klopp operation as a whole laid low for about a week, the ransomware gang has returned into action yesterday after releasing data for two new victims on their ransomware data leak site. Researchers have speculated that the continued ransomware operation is likely because last week's arrests targeted the money laundering portion of the operation and that the core members were not apprehended. To quote one such article, the law enforcement raids in Ukraine associated with Klopp ransomware were limited to the cash out or money laundering side of the Klopp's business side only. We do not believe that any core actors behind Klopp were apprehended and we believe they are probably living in Russia. The overall impact to Klopp is expected to be minor, although this law enforcement attention may result in Klopp brand being abandoned, as we've recently seen with other ransomware groups like Darkseid and Babook. While Klopp does appear to be back in action, law enforcement operations have dealt numerous blows to ransomware groups this year by targeting affiliates and the infrastructure which fuels their criminal activities. Earlier this year, Bulgarian police seized servers belonging to the Netwalker ransomware and Ukrainian police arrested Gregor ransomware members. Both ransomware operations shut down after the law enforcement action. Most recently, the FBI arrested a developer for the notorious TrickBot Trojan responsible for developing a new ransomware operation. Klopp has been operating since roughly March 2019 when it first began targeting enterprises using a variant of the CryptoMix ransomware. Klopp will typically gain an initial foothold on a corporate computer to perform their attacks and then slowly spread through the network while stealing data and documents, and when they have harvested everything of value, will deploy the ransomware on the network to encrypt its devices. Since its inception, Klopp has been responsible for numerous large-scale ransomware attacks, including those against Maastricht University, Software AGIT, ExecuFarm, and IndiaBulls. More recently, Klopp have been stealing data from the Axelian FTA file transfer service using a zero-day vulnerability and then threatening to release the data if not paid 10 million US dollars or more in some cases. Some of the victims of the Axelian attacks are incredibly well known, including energy giant Shell, cybersecurity firm Qualys, Flagstar Bank, the University of Miami, the University of California, just to name a few. The Ukrainian police currently estimate Klopp's total damages reach as high as 500 million US dollars. The Ragnar Locker ransomware gang have published download links for more than 700 gigabytes of archived data stolen from Taiwanese memory and storage chip maker ADATA. The set of 13 archives, allegedly containing sensitive ADATA files, have been publicly available at a cloud-based storage service for a short amount of time. Over the weekend, the ransomware actor published to their leak site the download links to a new set of ADATA corporate documents, warning interested parties that the links would not survive for long. 
with their premonition proving very true, as the mega storage service where the gang chose to host the illegally obtained data reacted and closed the threat actor's account, denying access to any files that they had shared publicly. Two of these leaked archives were quite large, over 100 gigabytes apiece, but several of them could have easily been downloaded in the time frame at less than 1 gigabyte each. Per the file metadata published by the threat actor, the largest archive is close to 300 gigabytes, but its name gives no clue about its contents. Another large one being 117 gigabytes in size, and its name just as nondescript, as is the case of the first. Judging by the overall naming convention of the archives, Ragnar likely stole from A-Data documents containing financial information, non-disclosure agreements, among other types of details, but it is unclear how long the download links remained active, and chances are that at least a few parties were able to get some elements of the data before Mega decided to close the ransomware actor's account. Ragnar claimed to stealing 1.5 terabytes of sensitive files before deploying the encryption routine, saying that they took their time in the process because of the poor network defences present on ADATA. To quote the group's release, So then, as usual, we did offer to cooperate to fix the vulnerabilities and to restore system, and of course, avoid any publication regarding this issue. However, they didn't value much their own private information, as well as partners, clients, employees, customer information. Signed, Ragnar Locker. The recently leaked batch of archives is the second one that Ragnar Locker Ransomware has published for ADATA. The previous one was posted earlier in the month and included four small zip archives less than 250 megabytes together, which can still be downloaded. The Marketo Data Theft Marketplace is applying pressure on victims by emailing their competitors and offering sample packs of stolen data. Last month, outlets reported that cybercriminals started to create dedicated data theft extortion marketplaces existing solely to sell stolen data. With the data being sold on these sites, obtained through the marketplace's own attacks from other threat actors, or by collecting data released in other attacks such as ransomware or website data breaches. Stolen data is often sold for as low as $100, but up to tens of thousands, depending on the marketplace itself. One of these marketplaces, known as Marketo, is now taking it a step further, emailing the victim's competitors to offer samples of the stolen data and to try and entice them into purchasing the full package. Back in April, Marketo claimed to have breached a large heavy machinery and defence technology company and began selling their stolen data. After it can be assumed they could not find any buyers, Marketo started emailing the communication managers for the victim's competitors to offer a demo pack of stolen data. To quote a sample of the emails that have been obtained, Hello, we are Marketo and we know you have a competitor. We would like to inform you that we attacked them and downloaded quite a bit of data. We have confidential and personal data, info about their tax payments, clients and partners. This might significantly lower the NASDAQ price. It's not clear if Marketo were hoping competitors would purchase the data to learn corporate secrets or to pay to damage the reputation of their competitors. But the list of competitors which received this email includes multinational billion-dollar companies whose names would be immediately recognisable to everyone. Targeting victims' competitors to pressure a ransom payment or encourage other companies to purchase the data is not entirely new. After the Klopp ransomware gang went on a hacking spree targeting the Excelian FTA secure file transfer service that we just spoke about, they also performed a similar tactic to Marketo. After not receiving ransom payments from various victims, Klopp began emailing competitors and journalists with information about the attacks in order to pressure the victims. For one of these victims, Klopp also emailed the company's customers and told them that their phone, 
email, address, credit card information and social security numbers would soon be leaked unless they called or wrote to the store and asked them to protect your privacy. Their concern for the consumer is really touching. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss anything outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.